Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Detective is brought to you by CrimeFeed.com. You crave a good mystery, and CrimeFeed.com is your 24-7 source for getting your fix. From criminals behaving badly to the most absurd crimes of our time, CrimeFeed brings you the real story. CrimeFeed.com. Due to the graphic nature of the content, Detective may not be suitable for all audiences. Revenge killings are almost always premeditational because it's a building of emotion. A general plan begins to form. You're not reacting to the passion of the moment. You're not reacting to some highly provoking act on the part of the victim. You are considering, you are calculating, you are mad, and you're getting madder by the minute. In Episode 3, Lieutenant Kenda talked about the three motives for murder. Money, sex, and revenge. I'm Garnsey Sloan for Investigation Discovery, and this is Detective. True stories from behind the yellow tape. The ones you don't hear on TV. On this episode, Lieutenant Kenda talks about revenge as the motive, and how anger can build up over many years and lead to murder. Revenge is something that drives other people to kill. It can be revenge over some event. It usually is an event. I'm convinced he took my signed baseball. There are all kinds of bizarre things that happen, all kinds of crazy motives. Revenge, it's all about getting even. You did something bad to me, and I'm going to do something really bad to you. I've thought about this for a long time, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Because you deserve it. Because you have it coming because you did something bad to me. In revenge killings, you often find overkill. It's not enough to kill. You want to punish. I don't want to just take your life. I want to hurt you while I'm doing it. 
I want to strangle you. I want to multiply stab you. I want to multiply shoot you. I don't have to, but I want to. I'm getting even with you. You know why. You know you deserve it. You know what you did to me, and now I'm going to do this to you. It's the ultimate personal crime. It goes deeper than sex. It goes deeper than money. It goes to the soul. There is a hatred there that is very, very, very visible. It is white hot, and it doesn't fade. It doesn't go away. They plot. They think. There is no spontaneity involved. They wait for their opportunity. They're relatively rare, those crimes. They happen. They're not real common, but they do happen. Where people believe they've been wronged. Emotionally, physically, something happened. It could have been years ago. It could have been years ago. They've simmered about it, seethed about it ever since. They've come to the conclusion they can't do this without getting even. I've got to get even with this person. They did this terrible thing to me. I'm going to take their life. Now, that's a very sick kind of murder, but it happens. Lieutenant Kenda describes a revenge killing about the theft of a family heirloom, a signed baseball. I mentioned the signed baseball because I had one like that. This guy, all of his friends said he probably lost the ball. They all believed he'd lost it. He had moved several times. He always displayed it in his home. It was his prized possession. He got from his grandfather. It was from an old team that most of the players, they're all in the Hall of Fame. And it probably had some value, I would assume. There are people who buy those things for a substantial amount of money. But it wasn't about the money to him. It was about having it because his grandfather gave it to him. He had a friend who was a baseball fan, like he was. And many baseball fans can recite statistic after statistic, and, you know, this guy's batting average in 1952 and how many strikes he threw in that game in 1948. They thrive on the numbers. They all know it. They all talk about it. It's part of being a baseball fan. So he begins deciding that somebody that he knows probably took the ball. He has no evidence to support that. He can't find it. He knows he's a responsible, clever person. He would never lose it, although it's probably what happened. Okay? It's probably what happened. He lost it. But he didn't want to think that. So someone took it from him. Some person harmed him in the worst way possible. They took the most important thing to him, and they took it away. He decided this was one particular guy, and he began to tell his friends about it. He's got my ball. And they would all say, no, he doesn't. You know, I, I see him all the time. He doesn't have it. Nobody has it. You lost it. I didn't lose it. I didn't. He took it. No one took him seriously until he wouldn't stop talking about it. They finally said, you know, you you got to get over this, man. I mean, he did not take it. We never did find it. We searched the uh, victim's home, his, his storage locker. There, there's no baseball. But this guy killed him over because he was convinced he had wronged him. He absolutely had not. But it didn't matter to him. It didn't matter. He was convinced he had. I asked Lieutenant Kenda how he killed him. 
He killed him with a handgun and emptied the gun, ransacked his house. We initially thought it was a burglary, but it became obvious from the method of the ransacking, he's looking for something. He's not looking at random, he's looking at specific places. The guy had his baseball room in his house, and that room was destroyed. The rest of it was sifted through, but the baseball ornament room was gone through thoroughly. So your odds are good that this is something about baseball, because that's where the work is taking place after the guy's death. The guy's landed in the middle of his liver room, shot to death. But that room is the focus of whoever did this. One thing led to another. We got the friends of the victim. Well, have you talked to so-and-so? Why would we talk to him? Well, because he had this thing about this baseball. Oh, really? What is that? And this thing sort of unravels, you know, that this has been going on for years, years. He's made these accusations against this guy. No one could convince him, no one, that it wasn't true. The guy didn't do that. Nobody did that. But he had decided that he did do it. And we confronted him, and he confessed and insisted that's what happened. As if that somehow entitled him to forgiveness. That's what's most interesting about the vengeful killer. People who kill for revenge, they expect you to completely understand it. They really do. Of course I did. Wouldn't you? They look for forgiveness because they expect it. Well, I had a good reason. And they're happy to tell you about it. They're almost proud of it. Because after all, what else, what else could I do? I had to do this. Look what he did to me. You think he took your baseball? You didn't know he took it, and it turns out he didn't take it. But you thought he did. And they are always surprised when you arrest him. At the end of the interrogation, they say, okay, send him, turn around. Why should I do that? You're under arrest for first-degree murder? What? You're under arrest for first-degree murder. Put your hands behind your back. And you see this shocked look on her face like, they're really going to arrest me for doing what anyone would do. No, my friend, not anyone, just you. In Revenge Killings, Lieutenant Kenda explains that the killer usually thinks about it for years. Here's a story of two high school friends. High school kid, he buys his first car when he's 16 years old. It's his first car, so it's a big deal. Prom night, his buddy decides that he'd like to borrow this car to go to prom. This kid wasn't going to prom as he was in trouble for something he'd done with his parents, so he wasn't allowed to go to prom. The other kid wrecked his car. So his buddy said, okay, you can use my car. Well, of course the kid wrecks it. He's apologetic. He's sorry. He pays a little bit of money, not enough money. This festers with this kid for years. They get in fistfights. He confronts him a couple of times. And then they become arch enemies. Then the other kid wants nothing to do with them. He demands payment. He doesn't even have the car anymore. The car is long gone. It doesn't matter. He wronged him. He never paid him in full for the damage in a car that no longer even exists in his possession. He continues to argue with him. Every time he sees him, there's some kind of confrontation. Finally, he decides that that's enough, and he's going to kill him, and he does. 
he forgets that the neighbor is standing in the yard when he's doing it. And an eyewitness watching him shoot the guy. People notice that. They particularly notice when you're killing their neighbor in the front of their house. So it's bizarre in the sense that these are over what seems to be meaningless things, but it's not meaningless to the perpetrator. It's everything to them. That car was his identity, and this guy heard it, and then he wouldn't pay for it. He paid a little bit, but not enough. The pain and suffering, the guy couldn't get past it. It was seven years later, seven years. He gets madder and madder and madder and drives over there with a gun in his hand. Now that truly is revenge. It's not emotion of the moment. It's not something you discover and you act. You think about it. You stew about it for years. Then you decide today's the day. Here, Lieutenant Kenda describes how the law considers revenge killings first-degree murder. Revenge killings are almost always premeditational because it's a building of emotion. It's thought, consideration. What am I going to do? How am I going to get even? A general plan begins to form. Now we're talking scheme and design. Scheme and design legally defined is that you are engaging in behavior resulting in the formation of a plan that will result in the crime of homicide. That you are considering methods, you are considering weaponry, whatever it is you're doing, you're developing a scheme, a general plan, and a design, a device, something you're going to use as a weapon to affect this crime. And you have, by so doing, by establishing scheme and design, you have established malice aforethought. Definition there is, you're considering this. You're not reacting to the passion of the moment. You're not reacting to some highly provoking act on the part of the victim. You are considering, you are calculating, you are mad, and you're getting madder by the minute. You are truly engaging in first-degree murder. You plan it. It goes on for a long time, but it's a plan nonetheless. It's a plan you consciously carry out that you willfully and knowingly engage in this behavior. That's premeditation. That's not good if you're being charged with it. Detective is produced by Investigation Discovery with special thanks to Kevin Bennett, Amy Angelowitz, and Emily Kaiser. Many thanks to the best audio engineer in the business, the mighty Joe Powers. Original music was composed by the talented Chris Kennedy. Cover art was designed by Anand Galat. Sign up now at iTunes to get Detective on your feed. And join me, Garnsey Sloan, every week for a new episode. Next time on Detective. A cold case is the worst circumstance for everyone. No one wants a case to ever be cold. The family, the victim doesn't want it. The police don't want it. Prosecution doesn't want it. Nobody wants it. Everybody wants things to be resolved. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.